Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast. How's hello. everyone doing? Hello, 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 hello. Good, good, good. Good, good. Hey, before we start the pod, let's start with something that I think uh, we've got to remember a titan of the labor movement. Kim Beasley. Simon Crean recently passed away in Germany. I don't know why he was in Germany, but Shit. look, I'm going to be honest. I don't know a lot about the man, obviously. That's why. <laughs> he was before my time in Australia. I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> It's a socialist country. So. Stop laughing, he's dead. I'm not laughing. Uh, says the guy that was like, okay, there's six memes <laughs> of the submarine. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit, I got none of the main part. That was, fucking, this that was commie, separate. That's this separate. commie, as soon as someone doesn't earn money, he's like, don't laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, uh, what, do you, what do you guys remember about him? Do you want to spend like just two minutes? I don't remember anything there? about him aside from I've seen his face. I'm like, oh, I remember him when I was a kid. I thought That's you were a big fan of him. I remember his face from being a kid. Remember I that. thought there was more of him that you thought, hmm, he looks sensible. I liked all of Labour when I was a kid. I liked Beasley, all of them, that whole elk. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Lathan. Do you have anything to say <laughs> about him, Georgie? <laughs> hey, he pulled him close in that handshake. I'll tell you what, I remember that was my, <laughs> as the kids on Reddit would say, political awakening. I think it was that he was just getting so drubbed in the polls, and I was thinking... Why does everyone hate this guy so much? He seems like a really nice, down-to-earth dude. Yeah, he did. Uh, and so I just started looking into it, and I got so passionate about it that my year assessment speech for English, where they said, write something that you're passionate about. And my speech was entitled, and I remember lifting a shirt up, and no. I said, gave it this whole thing about Simon Crean's life and why he was awesome. And then at the end, I said, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I am keen on Crean. <laughs> Was this in high and school? And I'm still making merch today that's pro-life. Unbelievable. Future Prime Minister Crean. He, he never even led an election, did he? Nah, never got there. What happened to him? Why did he... Was this in a, so unpopular? Why? Did you do that in Absolutely high school? Was that, was that in high school? I don't know. No, no, huh? did you do the, the speech in high school? Yeah. I Good on you. I love the good stuff, but I sincerely hope you were thoroughly bullied. You're not supposed to have interest in that kind of thing in high school. You I know what was really weird? You weren't. No, everyone Fucking was like performing great speech, arts. Man. Fucking yeah. performing arts schools. God damn our school. If I was there, I would have paid you out. Just know, just know that. I think you were there and you were sitting there thinking, hmm, I must look into this, man. And then as usual in classic Miss Love style, you fast forward 15 years later, who's that guy? <laughs> Fair. I'm there going, bravo. Bravo, old man. All right, well. <laughs> but he was, he, look, I really think that he was a great contribution to the Labor Party. He came from an old Labor Party stock family. Like, his dad was a legend in the Labor movement, Frank Crean. And he was of that uh, tradition of Labor people, which is when they win elections, which is really strange that he just didn't resonate with them. I think it was just because it was Howard and he was just the indefeatable titan. But he came from that tradition of... Yeah, I guess like uh, you know, you know, rich people have to make money. That's fine, but you also have to pay your workers. He was really one of those down the line. This is how you win elections. Kinds of guys. He just I so don't know for some reason people was didn't unionist. like his personality. They keep re referring to him as a union. Yeah, right? they always do massively. That. Yeah. yeah, was he the? He was, he was a very. Was he the Classic Labour man. Was he huh? the leader of the opposition? Yeah. Oh, shit. Was for like two years, I think. 2003. He's got a real backbencher face, though. Yeah, that's what I think, too. He just didn't have that but I, I streak to him. But yeah, but he was great. I thought he was nice. Like he was a really kind, decent guy. Yeah, I agree. He, yeah. <laughs> this is how they describe it. Look, I mean, uh, 
a defined opposition for invasion of Iraq. He might not have been able to stand up to the prime ministers of the time, but he did stand up to the most powerful man, George Bush. Oh, well, that explains why he never made it to an election. <laughs> that explained everything, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, the one thing that... All these dickheads out there just being like, why don't you just oppose the US? I guess that's the answer. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, all right, well, look, rest in peace. Well, how did he die? Cream, uh, old age, man. Oh, respect. Respect. Um, <laughs> respect. All right, dude, let's talk about... Let's talk about one of the most requested things that I've been getting, the Russian mutiny. Oh, I, I heard about that. Are you keen on that? Look, so, yeah. I'm never keen on anything, Russia, but go ahead. It's int- come on, it, this is interesting. Right? Mut- also, I, I, don't know, I don't sub. know how much of you guys have uh, ended sub, up... And by sub, I mean subway. <laughs> What's your favorite? Shoot. I don't Stop know dodging how- the questions, though. <laughs> First of all, Wagner, the group... Is named after Wagner, the composer. Yeah, I was did you know say, that? Really, I thought that it was named after the evil company in Alien. Oh, that was their second reasoning. <laughs> yeah, no, it, well, it should be number one. So Wagner, so this guy uh, uh, Prikozin, he <clears throat> was a, he's from Saint Petersburg. I'm just going to give you a little brief historical uh, uh, understanding of where Wagner Group comes from. And then, you know, it'll sort of make sense as to what was happening and why it was happening a little bit. Because no one really knows exactly what's happening. But anyways, um, so uh, he, uh, so Prikozhin was uh, a hot dog salesman in St. Petersburg. And it's a real rags to riches kind of story. Talking. Uh, same place that Putin comes from. So... We don't know exactly how it happened, but he went on from being a hot dog salesman to having a chain of restaurants, which is why uh, he's often referred to as, or used to be referred to as, Putin's cook, because he was friends. He became friends with Putin at some point, and uh, because he had all of those restaurants, Putin would eat out with him and stuff. So he got known as uh, Putin's cook. Anyway, so he was doing that, but he really had bigger ambitions. And at some point, he secretly invested in this mercenary group, group called Wagner, but he wasn't the face of it for the longest time. This Wagner group is technically not even a mercenary because Russian law doesn't really allow mercenaries. So it's in this weird gray area where this uh, mercenary sort of existed and they mostly have fought wars in Africa. So a lot of these... Um, African conflicts like uh, Central Republic of Africa, uh, uh, I think even Congo, uh, mercenary groups usually, Wagner group usually goes in and and help uh, the governments at the time quell rebellions and things like that. I didn't know mercenaries still existed. Oh, no, they exist. The biggest ones are in the U.S., what? Yeah, have you Wait, heard of Blackwater? I think they've renamed it to something. Wait, U.S. has multiple massive mercenaries. That's crazy. Yeah, but they always fight for the U.S. Yeah, <coughs> they always fight for the U.S. Technically, the Russians. I mean, you know, they're they're a business. Is that like Bro- a vigilante? They can be hired. They don't. But always these guys fight seem the like they just hire for whoever gives them the biggest sack of gold. The, the U.S. ones also do it, pending that the U.S. government allows them to do it, and because they have That's such insane say in the government and military operation that the U.S. will also do it. For example, they'll fight covertly or non-covertly, openly, uh, for the Saudis to crush the Yemeni rebellion. You know, so it's not just a Russian thing. I want to also make that clear. Well, see, this is something that I just asked Mislav the other day, and he was of the opinion that it's not. But I was saying that surely being a soldier is kind of like being Raul in soccer. There's some star players, 
Mm-hmm. And if you're a star player, then obviously you get hired by one of these Manchester United soldier mm. teams. Yeah, yeah, you do, you do. Uh, I so mean, there is those 18 soldiers of some muscly black guy <laughs> with a shaved head and a stogie in his mouth with a huge gun <laughs> just yelling in an African juggle, Get some! I think that guy exists. <laughs> yeah, that guy exists, and often he is uh, a prisoner because <laughs> Wagner oh, uses shit. a lot of uh, inmates. So they say, like, if Fuck. you that's fight, a ma- that's so sci-fi. Yeah, that's like that's something that every sci-fi movie always has some prison planet where yeah. the greatest of those they put them in elite forces. It's that movie. What's that fucking movie with you know all the? I don't know what it's called. You know, it's like hey, you're right, Ali. This but, is amazing. Like this the isn't bird. the usual like. Good points on either side. What, this what, is kind of just like you want to know something cool. Like <laughs> you, know that, you know that like Marvel movie. It's like twelve. They they pull them out of prison. They're like one's a shark. You know that movie. Uh, it's, the, it's like the chick, the Joker, Joker's girlfriend. Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, that's real. Case closed. I mean, I mean, I think <laughs> we can move on. Really. <laughs> so they they became like really notable during the Syrian civil war. But one more question: Are they good? Yes. Which Not as in, find out. are they good people? Are they good no, no, at fighting? I know, I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the paws made yeah, me these, think that you were going, well, on the balance. Yeah. It's like inmate army are like moral compass for the rest of the world. No, yeah. I'm not saying that. Inmate uh, army. Uh, <laughs> they, became, they became really notorious during the Syrian civil war because when Russia decided to help Assad, and so this was the time, look, if you go back a little bit when the Syrian civil war was happening, America was going through this period where everyone was like, America's like not good anymore militarily. They had already lost Iraq or not lost Iraq. They had to like leave Iraq. Then they had to, then they were getting beaten up in Afghanistan. And meanwhile, they were still not sure how to really uh, get rid of Assad because the, 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 the groups that were fighting Assad were ISIS. So they were like, oh, we don't want to support you. We want to support this one free Syrian army, which was secular and kind of worked with America. However, they weren't powerful. On the other hand, Russia was kicking ass in in Syria. And most of the kicking ass was actually being done by this Wagner group. This is where their uh, reputation and their prominence creeps going up. That's crazy. And you you almost like force so you can find them and you can afford them. Maybe you can hire Wagner. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's I mean, how they pitch it. Oh, and here's the other thing. If, can you imagine if you like got a, a secret like like classified file of like the members and then like one of them you just find out it's your dad? It's like, that's where he's been the whole thing. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise He's me. not in Dubbo. He's in fucking yeah, Syria. Yeah, he's yeah, in Syria. Yeah. It's like, I keep telling you, I'm a builder. <laughs> Why does your back hurt so much? A building, building. <laughs> this, this is the other There's thing. There's one uh, star player. They call him Terry the Hat. <laughs> <laughs> He's known by killing them with his hat, like that, little, like odd job from fucking James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> the sack of gold reference that you made is actually truer than you think. So when they fight with these African countries, a lot of times they say like, "Look, we don't know if you're going to be able to pay us properly. So here's what's going to happen." You're going to give us this amount of money, which isn't our charge. However, you're also going to give us exclusive rights to mine gold and silver in your countries. Uh, that's why it comes in handy that they're prisoners. Uh, and then you get prison labor as well. Exactly. Right, right. So this Do they actually mine too? 
yeah, yeah, they mine. But with other mining they mine companies, and fight. But they get oh exclusive possession. And because they're fighting, they're un they're unlike you can't usually what happens Shit, is when Jesus. you get a mining contract in some country, it, uh, there's no stability, particularly in like African countries or countries where there's political instability because some other like, you know, group will take over and they'd be like, you didn't sign this with us and blah, blah, it'll get interrupted. But with the Wagner group, because they're the mercenaries fighting wars for the rulers, they have a lot of leeway in saying like, no, nah, we're, we're keeping this gold. And the governments are usually like, okay, no problem. Wow. Just Whoa. make sure that these guys don't kill us. That must be That's the tough. most profitable corporation on earth. A private <clears throat> military industrial complex slash mining company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, in their spare time, they do some blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, let's be honest, prostitution, yeah, drugs. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to hold? Yeah. <laughs> That's Fuck. incredible. It's just that the irony is like the actual ABN, it goes under like Play School LTD. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they own a bit of Disney, don't they? Uh, I don't know, but they own a lot of things. Like in, uh, there's a lot of, in fact, that's actually one of the reasons for this entire mutiny, you know, the one day mutiny that happened. So Wagner is obviously at this point, oh. after the Syrian civil war and things, <clears throat> they've, Putin has looked at them and was like, these guys are pretty good. Like these, I would use them Wait all a sec. the time. So it was a Russian guy who paid them to do it? Russian guy who paid them to do the Syrian civil war. No, no, no. Yeah, but the, um, talk about Russia. Yeah, it's a Russian mercenary group. All of the people in it are Russians. It's but I thought it was in, I thought it was against Russians. No, no, no. Okay. So no, it's a, it's, it's a pro-Russian. It's kind of like Blackwater of Russia. You guys don't know Blackwater. It's like, it's Russian. It's being used by the Russian government for the sort of offshore wars all the time. Yes, but unlike Blackwater, it doesn't really need the blessing of the Russian government. It can just do whatever no, it No, it does. It does. It uh, does. Well, that's Wait, kind uh, of why there's a mutiny so anyways, because, you know, sometimes you get, like, really powerful. So What's okay. the deal with the... M I'm confused. I'm confused. Yeah. There's a war now, Jack. <laughs> no, but what? But who's winning the... What's the mutiny? I don't understand. Okay, if you talk about the Ukraine war, apparently, according to all accounts, it's a stalemate at this, at mm -hmm. this point. However, um, so the Wagner Group. So they, you know, once the Ukraine um, uh, invasion happened, right, uh, Putin wanted to use Wagner. But not only did they want to use Wagner, a lot of times when they made those initial advances and they met the first resistance, the Russian military was actually getting a hammering. However, this Wagner group in one I can't remember. I think it's um, <coughs> it's, it's South Russia. It's near the the, uh, the Donbass area, but somewhere around southeast of it, there's a city where uh, the Wagner group and Prokhorin particularly they were able to conquer that area. And so all of a sudden, their public profile went sky high, right? Mm. Because on the one hand, the Russian military, the official Russian military is getting this fierce fight back, whereas the Wagner group is able to do it. So all, all of a sudden, even for Putin, it was like, you know, uh, these guys are doing a great job, so they're going to be an integral part of the do, Ukraine. Do they know invasion. why? Do they why know why the Russians it? are getting hammered and Wagner wasn't? Uh, <clears throat> they're talking about, there's there's whole there's theories. The I don't people. exactly know what the reason is. They're in the is. jungle and shit, and they're just smoking cigars. They're just cooler. So they are... But a simplified chain of command. Soldiers. Yeah. Oh, okay. A more simplified chain of command. Not simplified necessarily. And also, come on, they would. Have, they would. They could. And they're pros. And they would. They would. Ha they would. They can overlook like 
you know, uh, that's, ru- rules of war. Yeah, well, I mean, you could argue that so Russia is kind of overlooked. That's true, <laughs> a too. Little bit. But even but, more so. But even everyone more so. does overlook, and they can definitely do more so, because there's some horror stories when they do, uh, when they're in Africa of, like, you know, uh, detaining people, executing people. Like, they really don't care as much. Mm. Um, mm. So there's, With the mutiny, was it that, like, I, I thought the mutiny was that someone in Russia, the Russian organization was fighting against Russia. Yeah, so this Wagner group, who is a mercenary group based in Russia and is being used by Russians in the Ukraine war, uh, a few days ago, their leader, Prigozhin, said, I'm going uh, to commit a mutiny and I'm going to head towards Moscow and I'm going to take over uh, the Russian government. However, <laughs> he didn't say that. He, sorry, actually. He the hot dog guy. The hot dog the guy. Hot dog guy. <laughs> he didn't say that particularly. He didn't go against Man, how much Putin? more boss is the Russian version of the pillow guy in the U.S.? What's the pillow guy? You know how that's always just like the weird eccentric billionaire that everyone's uh, always like, hey, 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 that guy. All right. That that's guy. That's crazy. So he didn't say that. Damn. Though, like, doing no, he what the he, Germans He said couldn't. he was going to overthrow the regime. What Blitzkrieg could it far out. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let the man speak. Sorry, sorry. He, he said that he was going to overthrow the regime, but he didn't directly go against Putin. Because, again, this is my understanding of what was happening behind the scenes. So what's been happening is that First of all, Prigozhin has, his analysis would be that the Russian military is not as good as the Wagner group. That's what he thinks at the moment, what he thought. Secondly, based on like, you know, some of the immediate, you know, victories that Wagner got in comparison to the Russian military. He also was essentially acting as a military general for the government while being a private citizen. And he was probably not getting that kind of value that the military uh, head generals in the Russian military were getting. And so he had a beef with the military, uh, the military uh, leadership of Russia. And so he was essentially, obviously, he, he's, we know that he's a very ambitious man who has political aspirations. So he obviously wanted Putin to favor him over the mainstream Russian military. And this issue has been going on for a long time. This was supplemented by the fact that a lot of the Wagner soldiers were getting killed, right? And and he was he was in this position where he had to like somehow negotiate a better deal for Wagner Group with Putin while not getting it because the Ukraine war was being full fledged. So at some point, his animosity with them got to a point where he his calculus was that maybe I can actually threaten everyone and get these concessions, and so he said that there's going to be a mutiny and I'm going to march towards Moscow. <laughs> this was an, I'm guessing, an intimidation tactic because very quickly, within a day, he changed his mind as well. Uh. So I think what he thought was, the one thing that we know from this is that at least some people in Russia think that Putin is weak. But the fact that this all changed around so quickly tells you that he's not as weak as people think he is. Uh, mm. Surely that's going to like kill him, though. Well, yes. Yeah, so he's given him an amnesty to go and live in um, uh, where's Lukashenko from? Belarus. Uh, to go in Belarus and give amnesty. However, this is something that Putin is not gonna let. Uh, is not gonna you know just forgive. However, the fact that Putin hasn't done anything immediately tells you that maybe uh, the Wagner's analysis of like Putin being weak isn't completely wrong either. Because, you know, the so eventually he's going to get into trouble. Depends on how mm. this war, you know, eventually goes on. Once Putin gets some kind of power again, he's not going to forgive this. And, and, and 
Prigozhin obviously knows that too, but he's still willing to take the risk. Isn't that incredible? I've never... Because uh, anytime you ever read about medieval history, it is just a long history of some king hiring a mercenary force and then the mercenary force turning on the king that hired them. Yes. Hmm. That's a really good... Uh, which is uh, typical, right? So well, you know that typical. This, this happens often. Yeah. But the reason why it doesn't happen in a country like the US, right, is that the analysis of the mercenary group is that we aren't strong enough to take the entire state. That's why they're not doing it. And even in those Middle, uh, Middle Ages times when mercenary groups took a control, they understood that the state was really weak. Yeah. That's why they did it. Yeah. And so even in this situation where there's a mutiny, it tells you that the state of Russia isn't as strong as it was pre-invasion of Ukraine. But before How everyone many in people the people are there in Wagner? How many soldiers do they have? So they claim thirty five thousand. Conservative estimates Fuck. say twenty five thousand. Holy shit! I thought it was like least. ten. I thought it was ten guns from Predator. So did I. Holy shit! Twenty five. Fuck. That's like. That's a geez, lot of people. That's, that's a lot of people. That's the amount of people that will scare you if they say that they're marching towards the yeah. capital. Yeah. Which is why the Russian Federation was pissing their pants when it happened. That's like two and a half legions. Yeah. That's a dream audience for a band, hypothetical band. <laughs> yeah. God, can you imagine the music they're into? Pantera. Oh, Lord of thy artist movie. <laughs> so it's shout out, Sean. Essentially. <laughs> So I bet you he says that in some interview as well, being like, I love those guys. <laughs> My analysis is that the uh, the rebellion oh, of so Wagner cool. had little to do with the war in Ukraine. Because like a lot of the people in the West, they believe what they want to believe, right? So immediately when this happened, they were like, okay, there's one general who, by the way, looks like a monster. Does he? Somehow, yeah, he looks pretty insane. He, who somehow is sympathetic to the Ukrainian cause, so he's doing this rebellion. It's like, that I know is false. Mm, right. What, I don't know exactly what's the case, but my, my guess There's is... There's no way that man is sympathetic to anyone. Exactly. He's, he's, he only himself. cares about himself. Yeah. And that's actually why he probably would have done it. So I think he wanted a bigger share of power in the Russian military, which Putin wasn't willing, willing to give him. And he felt that he is strong enough and the Russian state is weak enough that he can sort of bully them into doing it. But in 24 hours, him also realizing that that's probably not going to happen. Mm. Mm. So this is where we are. So we know that the Russian state is weak, but we also know that it's not weak enough to collapse. Yeah. And yeah. this is, again, like I was reading, this is some uh, a, a very anti-Russia guy. This is Peter Zihan, actually. He was saying this. He was saying that Rush, if you look at all Russian uh, wars, the one thing that they are not phased by is the number of soldiers that get killed in the battles. Uh-huh. So even during World War II, every time hundred, like thousands of Russian soldiers get killed. And that is not enough for them to change their view on the war. Mm. And in fact, he goes on to say that usually the Russians get hammered for the first three years and then eventually achieve their objectives. Mm, right. This is from a guy who is... classic war of attrition. Who's anti-Russia, yeah. So we don't know exactly how the Ukraine war is going to go, but we do know that Putin is definitely facing some... some like, Or at least he believes some of his, uh, some of his adversaries thinks, think that he's weak right now. As in, there's division amongst the generals? 
Uh, well, clearly, because uh, Wagner is also a military unit that is fighting and whose leader was But other than them, him. ones that are official state military d- it's, it's impossible to know for us, but I'm guessing yes. I'm guessing there's definitely divisions Because that would mean there. that would be why he's weak. Yeah. Because the military exactly. isn't going to back Putin, right? Yeah. Because if the military did back Putin... Or at least factions of the military won't back Putin. You must also forget that this guy, Wagner, he is an oligarch. So he comes from a group of billionaires in Russia who are really suffering from these sanctions. Right. So if you... Imagine if he's the next Russian president. (laughs) The monster. What do you mean the monster? Just some monstrous guy takes over. Oh, that guy? This is a new Russia, a new era. That would be... Insane! I am the only one brave enough to bring back. They just keep getting tougher. It started with like this fat, pudgy, alcoholic Yeltsin, mm. and it goes to like a man that wrestles bears in his spare time, yeah. and then it goes to a guy that uh, you know just professionally goes in fucks up countries. I'm he's he's just like I'm the one like I'm the only one brave enough to bring back the USSR. They're back, baby. They're back. Well, he's yeah. all going to bring the USSR. There's no way that guy's... I don't think that guy believes in communism. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and lo- <laughs> the last point about this is, again, what we what we now know is the way this mutiny happened, without actually causing significant damage to the Russians because it sort of got cancelled uh, very quickly, this has actually has worked out in Putin's favour because what he's now done... First of all, a lot of those voices... In Russia, that were against the Ukraine war. Uh. As soon as this mutiny happened, we're like, now the war has come home, and so now it's serious. And a lot of people that were anti-Putin are actually moving towards Putin because they're like, look, whatever the outcome is, we don't want this kind of mutiny in Russia. Yes. So like, we'll have to stop that, and if for that we have to support Putin, we're more than willing to do it. So he's actually consolidated some power as a consequence of this mutiny. The second thing that he's done is the liberal voices that in Russia, that all of a sudden, as soon as this order happened, we're for Prigozhin. And they were like, no, we've got to support Prigozhin now because he's going to defeat Putin. Mm. Those guys yeah. are going to get screwed really bad in Russia now. Yeah. Because Putin now has an excuse yes. to go after them even further because they're like, you know, they literally uh, were advocating for mutiny, which, you know, once happens is fine, but if it gets successful, is the worst crime you can ever do. Yes. It's usually how statecraft works. Yes. So... I think Putin is actually he he didn't want this to happen, but he couldn't have asked for a better way of how this ended up happening too. Right, because there was literally zero damage, but he gets the benefits of you know the aftermath of it. Unbelievable, it's pretty crazy. Anyways, that was my take. So are they like I'm gonna go to the toilet, but that was are they oh, right. are they still um. So what's what, what's that what's that organization doing now? They're just fighting in the UK. Actually, against? yeah, that's a good one because Prigozhin, uh, they've been told to go look. Go back. Putin can't afford. That's actually why he's allowed Prigozhin to head to Belarus because Putin really can't afford this entire twenty five, thirty five thousand, yeah. whatever you want to believe, thirty five thousand people not to be fighting in Ukraine because he desperately needs people to fight in Ukraine. In fact, he's trying to get more people, let alone lose 35,000 people. So part of the reason why he's given amnesty to someone who declared mutiny is that he really wants those soldiers back on the field. And so they've gone back. So they're back. So again, we don't know exactly what's happening, but yes, they've they've apparently gone back to their base camps and their leader who did all of this has uh, moved to Belarus where he has been pardoned. Where's Belarus? Belarus is uh, next to Russia and uh, uh, north Ru- of Ukraine. and uh, So it's in Russia, though? 
No, no, it's a different country, but oh, it is pro-Russia country. Right, okay. It's one of the only countries uh, that are fully with Putin on the invasion. I'm surprised. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm surprised that uh, Putin wouldn't just, like, execute that guy. Because he wants those 25,000 fighters to be fighting in Ukraine. But, this, but does that... Yeah, but, I'll the tell hot, you, uh, but the hot dog guy doesn't own the whole company. The mercenary company. No, he does. Like, I mean, he doesn't own the whole company, but he owns a significant share of this oh, company. so he needs him. And the soldiers, again, like, this is some stuff that, like, it's hard for us to guess exactly what's happening inside. But I'm sure these mercenary soldiers are loyal to their bosses as well, not yeah, just right, Putin. Yeah, right, 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 right. Because he did say, Putin said, all of those people that supported the mutiny, I will forgive... Those people within the Wagner group that decided not to join this mutiny, he is saying that we'll incorporate you into the Russian military and you'll actually get advantages. So we know that there's some that decided not to do it, but we also know that most of them did decide to do this mutiny along with their owner. So Putin doesn't really want those people to stop fighting in Ukraine. So he's willing to, like, you know, uh, pardon this guy who he probably wants to kill with every fiber of his body. This God is life is a messy scenario. Yeah. Just thinking about it from Putin's perspective. Hiring a military that you don't really control, you kind of have to do it. Mm. Isn't that a really weird... Because like, it's just... I, I suppose whenever you're in a war, you just need as many things that can maximise your advantage as possible. Especially but if you're with losing. mercenaries, you're really rolling the dice. Yeah, I suppose so. Because yeah. it's kind of just the whole argument of keep feeding a crocodile and one day it's going to come back and bite you. Or in this case, a bear. Just, yes. And this will happen to anyone. Like if American state, American, if <laughs> America becomes crocodile. really weak, <laughs> nice. huh? if America becomes extremely weak, then uh, you will see their mercenaries start to exercise their authority too. But at the moment, they dare not say anything. That's when the predator the people come in. Well, I wouldn't mind that bald black guy being president. <laughs> Anyway, Arnold's come on. Arnold Schwarzenegger should be president. Yeah. He was denied it because of his birth. It's so, not fair. Yeah, finally he gets what he always wanted. This is kind the of only way he could top his life. <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing. But what's the uh, what's the latest with that old war? Which war? The, the Russia one. Yeah, what I just told you. Yeah, Look, but yeah that's the latest. It depends. That is the latest. It depends yeah, who like, you I mean, are. Th- that happened. Oh, so there was a mutiny, huh? What else you got? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else you got? What else you got? Who's winning? Who's in the long run? Who's winning? It depends who you ask. Right. Who are you asking? You. Oh, it's a... Uh, so, okay. Stalemate? <laughs> that doesn't... Well, that's... So, if you ask the Western forces, Russian... Uh, Ukrainians are gaining ground every day. And it's only a matter of time before they reclaim all of their lost territory. Right? If you ask the Ukrainians... <laughs> if you ask Ukrainians... <laughs> They will say they will essentially say the same thing, but they say they will say that we need more sanctions on Russia. We need more support. We are we'll be able to do it if everyone penalizes. They want to get rid of the swift banking system for the U, uh, for Russia. Basically, they want to say they say that we can do this as long as uh, you cripple the Russian economy even further, mm. which the Western forces aren't willing to do. If you ask the Russians, it's only a matter of time before they take all of Ukraine. Yeah, so what's the reality? The reality is, based on, again, I don't know the reality, but based on certain intelligence reports that get publicized, that become declassified, it seems to be a stalemate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. That does make sense. I don't know. But but, but are the sanctions fucking Russia? 
They nah, are. not as they much are, as they thought. Th- well, the Ukraine war is fucking them more so. Right, the, right, right, right. the constant need to send more and more young working yeah. age people to die. Dude, they've, they've lost thou- like really? tens of thousands of soldiers. Fuck. And so have the Ukrainians. But according to uh, some estimates, Russians have lost more people than the Ukrainians. But like I said, Shit. that's it's been consistent throughout history. Even with wars they've won, yeah. they've always lost oh, yeah, more yeah. people. Uh, it's actually crazy to think that's going on. I just shut off with the news. I'm just sort of like, hey, let's see why urban planning is bad. I knew it was bad, but let's see why it's like how bad. You know, that's what I watched. Like, I don't even watch the news. It's so yeah, bad. Yeah, well, it's, it's always this thing of do you really need to know it? I know Ali needs to know. <laughs> but whenever I see the news, I'm like, news. I'm like, that's very troubling. You know. Well, that's the whole point of it, right? I suppose that is the whole point of it. It always needs something to be very troubling. That's true. Uh, By definition, right? To keep you interested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you it know is, what else? Yeah. Now that we were thinking about elite teams, Yusuf and I did just watch Predator recently. <laughs> so good, dude. Oh. Have you seen it? Yeah, like when I was a kid. It's so good. It's so good. You know what I completely forgot about that film? What? Arnold Schwarzenegger is such a bad actor. He's not that bad. I didn't think he was that <laughs> At bad. At one moment, <laughs> did, you, did you forget... That he was Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, but... but, but <laughs> Have you heard James Cameron talk about how Arnold wanted That's to do the main role instead of yeah, Terminator? Yeah. What, but I want to, to be the good guy. He's like, I want to be the good... I will what, be the, the kid? No, the kid's dad. But that'd be so one. good if he was just like... <laughs> I don't know if I can have this much burden as a 10-year-old puny boy. What dad? There is no dad. What, what character? No, I wanted to be John Connor. You want to be kid. John Connor. Not in the no. first movie. He's a fully grown man. Oh, that's right. He wanted to be him. Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. No, James Cameron was like... Uh, he would have been the one that's like, this is fucking crazy. Like that kind of shit. Imagine yeah, if those roles were reversed and then that guy <laughs> was sitting there being like, I don't know if I can take on this robot that is several weight divisions smaller than me. That's amazing. And just been like... It's like, I just grew up in rural America and this is a lot for such a small, a small town, town boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's, like, I have a defense of Arnie. Uh, every role is the same character. Like they get him as the same. It's the same. I know. But that's not his it's fault. It's great. I'm saying, but it's just amazing to me that the highest paid actor it is crazy. on earth it, the same can't thing act. over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and that's no, his shtick. No, he can't no, act. No, that's he why he's getting paid as an actor. No, to he, not act. No, he can Dude, act. Even, he can do one role. That's not acting. It is. That is not acting. That is, what, why not? That is playing yourself. That's playing yourself. Yeah, but he's not some fucking... He's not playing himself. He's not some like space killing... That's not what he is. Yeah, but he should have been. Yeah, And but also, like, it's just so weird and... In, Inserted because another one that always plays himself, I suppose, is Joe Pesci. But it's because yeah, Joe Pesci, exactly, is being suits being some little ruffian the same, in the mafia. But that's the same thing. Arnold Schwarzenegger does not suit being uh, an uh, American elite spy, <laughs> an American elite core, As if. a dad, just a dad, uh, being Danny DeVito's twin. That one wasn't good. <laughs> That one was crazy. That one was nuts. That was insane. That was insane. And also, again, 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 his highest paid movie in his career where he can't act is the the movie that makes the least amount of sense. Look, it's I, just like the more that man fails, the more he succeeds. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of no, but he also, incredible man. I think Same. it was after Kindergarten Cop where they initially uh, got like him because he was a cop. 
But then every the audience loved that movie because it was such a weird contrast. Yeah, this, it was a great film. Alien that was like, with children. Yeah. I love that. movie. Then he did like a string of comedy movies as well, and yeah. actually did really well. Did yeah, well. but none of them worked. It was only Kindergarten Cop that worked as a comedy, and then all the other comedic movies are the movies where he's not trying to be funny at all. I think when he's trying to be funny, it doesn't work. <laughs> but the scenes where he's sitting there in front of another guy going, "What happened to you, Billy?" I used to be able to trust you. <laughs> I don't know. There's obviously something wrong with me because I'm there just going like mesmerizing, just just mesmerizing. I mean, he is mesmerizing, yeah. but not for the re- not for a Daniel Day Lewis reason. I mean, look, put it this way: I think we're saying the same thing here. But if someone was like, "I have a different role for you," you're playing like a character in Schindler's List. Yes, he would be terrible. Yeah, you know he could mean? play the guy. He would be no, terrible. Was like, he'd be amazing in anything. Well, he'd be playing him, but he'd be playing him himself. Be any role. You know why? Because he does himself. it with yeah. absolute yeah. conviction. Because even though he can't do it, but he doesn't know he can't do it, which is why he's able to do it. I feel like he wasn't that bad, sense? though, like, in those 80s movies. I huh? feel like it suits the movies. It does. But it's not bad. It's built around him. Mm, that's true. All of his movies yeah. exist because he exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much that man shapes reality. It's so insane. You have to give it to him. He is, I love him. I love him. You know him. how we're always just joking about it and saying, you know, the most impressive man on earth is Leighton Hewitt or whatever is a gag. <laughs> I, I surely do think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the most impressive man that's ever lived. I mean, he, he's fucking the, one of the most successful. He's, he'd have to be the most successful. Tony Robbins? They're the same person, really. They are the same person. They've both got hilarious voices, huge giants. Who's richer? I'm going to say Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins owns like 72 businesses. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but he gets come on, revenue come on. of 5 billion a year. Yeah, but business. And Arnie owns... Come on, like one is sort of like Tony Robbins cream whip, you know? Like like, <laughs> like Tony Robbins uh, marshmallow whip with 10% less fat than store-bought marshmallow whip, right? Yeah. Hey, don't That's a business? What are you talking don't about? Forget How do you think business. that gets into shelves? Don't forget Arnie owns Planet Hollywood, does the he? restaurant. Does he? Yeah, well, they, it, wasn't, it, was like, it wasn't just him. Oh, damn. <laughs> it was him, Sylvester Stallone, and one other Fuck. Uh, action star. Bruce Will. Bruce oh, Will. he owns a lot. Of, I think he owns like a fleet of jets. Who? Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I would love to see who's richer. Maybe Tony Robbins is richer. I mean, he owns an island, doesn't he? The slogan of the jets, you'll be back. Dude, <laughs> really? Have you heard a story of Hummer? How he made Hummer into a selling brand? Yeah, that's, it's, isn't that so amazing? So really? Hummer, you know, like, they, they only did military oh, uh, car. Shit. And then, like, he saw it one day. He's like, I want one of these. These are amazing. <laughs> and so then they made him one. Like, they made a custom one for him. And then he was driving it around. And everyone was like, can we, we want this? We want this. And so Hummer had to start making consumer cars because of Arnie. And then, like, as soon as... Just changes <laughs> And you know what's funny wizard. about that? He is a wizard. Uh. As, as Hummer, like, sales <laughs> took over in the mid-2000s, at one point, Arnie was like, I don't like this. This is not good for pollution. This is oh. a gas guzzler. And killed Hummer. He just said... You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> but Arnie, it was your idea. I don't remember it that way. <laughs> Bringing lies to this conversation, you should be very ashamed. That's amazing. <laughs> He's a fucking king. Uh, He's uh, such a king. Jordan, I want to bring up knock. something else. Next segment. It's a bit of a callback to the last one, but I think labor's in trouble, my friend. Mm. Oh, well. So, well, you know, the housing bill, which we discussed last week, that got, you know, stalled in mm. the Senate. Mm. 
And then there was this uh, Tanya Plebiscic's uh, plan for Green Wall Street, which is essentially creating a market for um, uh, regeneration of plants and shit. So, like, you know, companies that can that would need that would need to pollute will also be able to buy other things from companies that will, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the whole stick. And that was something that actually had bipartisan support. Yeah. And the coalition had a version of that tabled in. The only difference, I think, was that the coalition wanted to give the authority to the farmers and labor said, yeah, the plan is great, but we want to take this authority from farmers and give it to um, environmental uh, body. Uh-huh. And, uh, and the coalition was okay with that too. They were like, okay, really? well, this is something that we can both agree on. Yeah. And then like when the housing uh, bill got sold, all of a sudden 180 switch, yeah. the coalition doesn't, doesn't like their own plan, by the way, this was their own plan. Yeah. Doesn't like their own plan again. What? And we'll say that we'll stole this. So yep. it seems like All right. the knives are being sharpened against labor. Mm. I think they want to. I think they've got a containment strategy here too. Yeah, the Greens and the Coalition have realised that they can do business. Jesus. So and what's going to happen now? This is ruthlessly successful. This isn't good news for labor. How does labor get out of this mess? It's not that it's a mess because I don't think that the average person is going to switch their views on carbon credits. I just think that it's yet again another huge wasted opportunity at pure political expedience from the Greens and the Coalition because they've realised that they can wedge them on it. They've realised that there's going to be a small, tiny group of people that are going to be interested in it, which is their voting base, and it's at the expense of anything getting done, which is... I hate this argument that people always say that carbon credits are trash and they don't do anything. It's like everything. Everything can be managed well and everything can be managed badly. Yeah, yeah, totally. And creating market... I hate this argument. They always bring this up, the Greens, that, oh, market free... They just... just, You know what they do? They they hate the fact that they don't live in the Soviet Union. That's it. And I hate it too. (laughs) I hate that we don't live in the Soviet Union. Mostly because all of the Greens would be in gulags because they're all bourgeois class cunts. But uh, the thing is, truth spitting truths right here on the. Do they disagree with that? From the friendly I've been reading podcast. some of the comments. What? What do you mean? A lot of people claim that no, that's not that's incorrect. Yeah, well, I've got the de- I've got the demo breakdown. You can go look it up yourself. What are they it saying? Is absolutely true. They're saying, they saying there's a lot of poor people that support Greens as well. Yeah, and then their argument every time is I'm poor and I vote for the Greens. And my argument is, yeah, I'm sure you're poor, like uh, Rick Morton from the Saturday Paper <laughs> is poor. Uh, I think that you're making it up. And also, even if you aren't making it up, I get it. There's a lot of people that do get bamboozled by their crap marketing, but that is not their core voting block. You go look at who votes for them. It's obvious in the seats that they get. It's all inner city seats. So what's the plan of coalition And also on top of that, when you even... even, Let's just take away the inner city seats because there's poor people that live in the inner city seats. It's not the people that are voting for the Greens. We have the demographic breakdown of these people. They are from the top two economic quadrants. Um, But... Look, we've... I I tend like you know in practice that's what it seems to me as well. But I we've gone through this. Uh, so what's the strategy of Greens and Coalition just to paralyze the government? Yeah, that's it for political expedience. Yeah, because then they can yeah. turn around at the next election and say nothing's getting done under uh, Labor, and we've got the solution My and we can get things done. That's what they're doing. Labor's got to court the Greens somehow then. They're not courting the Greens. That the Greens have no interest in being courted. Their entire raison d'etre is to steal seats off the Labour Party. There's n- you can't reason with them. You can't bargain with them. 
That's not happening. There's only one policy for the Greens. It doesn't matter what the Labor... Just people need to understand this. It doesn't matter uh, what uh. the Labor Party announces. It is in the Greens' interest to say that it's shit, and then they come up with a bunch of conspiracy theories like they did in the NTS, like they did with housing. I've gone through the housing ones last week. You could go look it up. I've got more of these shit conspiracy theories that I'm going to come up with. This is exactly the same with the ETS. Please put all your... Uh, conspiracy theories about the ETS in the comments because yeah. I'd love to fucking debunk all of those because they're all crap uh, the the Malaysia solution they always pretend that they care about the refugees they were the ones that uh, absolutely uh, you know made it impossible for there to be a humane solution to that and they did it again because it is in their interest to say that whatever the Labor Party's doing is bad and we've got the solution and then you look at their solutions and like it is with the rental crisis it is just you know constitutionally impossible and they just seem to <laughs> never mention that you know like it's they, they it's always what they're selling is a lie what that is their product their product is just shit crap bullshit fantasy marketing yeah but my question is like i okay, get that's yeah. the game but how do you play this game now if you're labor i think that they've actually really done themselves in with the housing policy i think that Online, there's going to be their rabid supporters that are going to be saying, never never be able to reason with them. But I think that the general public, when they see that they are stalling housing for the truly needy to sit there and say, oh, what about renters? And then have no actual solution for the renters, just say, what about the renters? Mm. Uh, people are going to see through that. I don't think that they can keep pulling this trick. They pulled it successfully with the ETS. Uh, the refugee one was a thing that was specifically aimed at their demographic. But I think that people have wizened up to the fact that, no, we do not have a price on carbon because of the Greens. And we Dang. will not have public housing built at any... Because Labor state governments are building them, but to the degree that we could have uh, public housing, that is being uh, stopped for no reason other than political expediency. None. It's... Honestly... Yeah, it's getting clearer now, so... I think that that's going to happen. But with the carbon credit thing, people just need to understand this. You live in a Western mixed-market economy. Slow down, You need to understand that. Yeah. Understand that. You do not live in a medieval kingdom... (laughs) <laughs> where there is one man that gets to decide all government and just create a decree on the wire and just like, you know, just sign that little signature on it and then it becomes the law of the land. Hey, speak for yourself. You've taken off Astrid, you'd believe anything. <laughs> Fair enough. La, la, yeah, they la, live la, in la. the kingdom of the mind. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is that when it comes to the carbon credits, as always with all these things, they just pretend like this is the only solution that Labor has. It's the same with the HAF, the housing fund. They just pretend that that's the only solution. They complete, conveniently forget the $9.5 billion that Albanese has released in the last year into public housing. That, that just don't mention that. It's all just about this uh, you, know, you know, market solution, which is good anyway. Um, and they're doing exactly the same with the carbon credits. And the carbon credits, as again been proven to work in governments that are actually handing them out properly. The EU is a good example of this. I'm sick to death of people saying that it's like, oh, it's not working as well as they said it would. Nothing... Let let me tell you a little secret about governing. Nothing ever works as well as they think it does. You implement the policy and then you... If you have a good government in, you start loosening in the ends when it's in the real world. Uh, That's uh, what happens. Except for Miss Love's Twitch enterprise, which is going exactly <laughs> how hey, we hey, expected hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. 
some people are on advanced levels of enterprising themselves. Okay, and there's levels that you guys aren't aware of. There's some uh, there's some high business technology, you know, theories and styles that are at play. And so, frankly, something they should be implementing. I think Labor should you know take a leaf out of my book if they you know maybe. Isn't Bislov dressed like a tech billionaire today? As well? <laughs> Dude, why is everyone complaining about you in the comments saying like Mislove's given up on bathing? I never. <laughs> I don't. I think is that's that true? No. He, he looks clean to me. I think that's just a running. It's just like with Twitch. You forgot this word. <laughs> I think that's just a running joke. That they think it's funny to say that on the internet. Huh? Well, I'm not laughing. Anyways, uh, Miss, should we? We're we're gonna be overtime soon. So should we do your misadventure? Yeah. Before we do that, we'll do a pre-segment, which is what was it called? Like Mrs. Trash Can Books or something? Yeah. Whatever. That's it now. Well, this is the book from my fucking apartment. There you go. This yeah, that actually cool. looks like a good this looks book. looks amazing. Yeah. You sure you don't want to read this? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. The Origins and History of Consciousness. I think it's more your speed. All right, I'll read one sentence. Yeah, yeah read some out. So this is, if anyone's, if you don't know what this is, this is a segment. I live in an apartment and there's this like public dwelling area, which is next to the lifts. And to be honest, you know, they say it's to be like, if so anyone else wants it, it's really because people can't be fucked to take their rubbish out to the bin. But like, instead of taking it to the bin, I recycle it because I give back. Okay, I care about recycling. So there's always a book there and I pick it up and bring it in. And this is it. What's it called? Yeah, it looks good. I assume it's a Christian propaganda book again. <laughs> Two important consequences follow from the relativity of these stages. Okay, well, we probably shouldn't start a book. Yeah, it's way. different. What stages? Uh, and their occurrence at different periods in different cultures. Firstly, it proves the archetypal structure the universality and necessity of their occurrence shows that there is a common psychic substructure which functions identically in all men. Well, I, uh, I changed my mind in this book. Why? <laughs> is, it, is it Christian it's propaganda? Just, no, it's pseudo-spiritual psychobabble, which I like. I like uh, it, but it's... Yeah. It's you know, useless. It's pulp. That kind of stuff of, did you know that every culture has a religion? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's there's probably some interesting points in that. Yeah. It proves that there's a psychic plane <laughs> that we're all tapping into, and that's how the pyramids were built. True story. Damn. Any follow-up? Is up? it actually true? <laughs> well, I expect, I expect a full report next week, Jordan. Wait, 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 wait. What was your misadventure? I'm excited for that. Yes. Don't be. <laughs> you want to tell them what the misadventure was? There was a lot. This was the most contentious misadventure of all time because... Uh, uh, required mislove doing the mildest amount of prep. Yeah, mild in brackets major, but yeah. He had to call a uh, store. No, well, that was one of the points. One of the one of the processes. One of the points of the process. What were the other processes? So here's what happened. First of all, I had to I walked to this imaginary store Jordan talk told me about. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Really? Yes. Shut down. It's gone. Long gone. It was like some like fucking... Yeah, cost of living is here. <laughs> no, the, and the funny thing is it was just a different business. It was just sort of like, you know, like antiques. I'm like, he's lost the plot. So that. And Are you then, sure you went to the right store? Yes. Permanently closed. Oh, so you went there and then they said, Wash. 1996. Yes, exactly. You're going to buy some antique tree? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you did. Didn't yeah, you? Yeah, you bought yeah, several credences. <laughs> well, I was already there. Um, and then... Uh, and then Jordan got me onto this wacky uh, website. What was it called? Hire a fucking guy. Guy or something. 
Anyway, it's actually quite a funny story. I think it's pretty funny. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I like unintentionally quite funny. Um, so uh, <laughs> anyway, it's this thing. It's this website apparently where you can hire people, like teachers. It's just a, it's just it's like it's like Uber but for teachers, right? Okay. So any 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 kind of uh, I don't know music crafts or whatever. Anyway. So I eventually found pottery because he wanted me to make, uh, you can tell him what they wanted me to make, but it was pottery, right? And there was like a lot of them, but some of them were so expensive. You know what I mean? Um, uh, there was like a, there was like heaps of them, like all these like middle-aged art women that are like $70 an hour, $80 an hour. Anyway, I found some more, uh, what affordable I, ones? affordable <laughs> ones on the website, more affordable, you know, some students, I assume they were students. Uh, you know, more like uh, like internationals, young Indian men. You know, ch- cheap. In fact, so cheap. They said, <laughs> "What did they at the end say? Will you marry me? <laughs> Teach well, Bob's and Virgin. No, for PR. <laughs> uh, so, like, you know, basically, uh, basically, you know, there was a couple of like Indian students, and he, he, one of them even said, first lesson free." And I said, "Look, I'll just pay you for one. That's I'll, I'll oversee that anyway." Uh, there's, so anyway, I paid, there was some, I don't know, they PayPal'd me. I had to pay, we had to, I paid 70 bucks, right? Uh-huh. I don't know, whatever that was just like, I think it was just, you have to pay 70 bucks to join the thing. Oh, I think. Anyway. So I messaged him. I was like, Hey man, I want to, he wanted me to build, you can tell him, but he wanted me to try to make this thing out of clay. <laughs> and I'm, what did you want? What was the, what was it? I wanted you to make Michelangelo's David. Yeah. Actually, that was my idea. <laughs> it was actually my idea. Oh, that's right. It was my yeah, idea. But you said, what? Michelangelo? That was it. Because he said, all right, I'll make a pot. And I said, dude. That's lame. Like, Neolithic caveman can make a pot. <laughs> yeah. It's the easiest. I'm pretty sure chimps have figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I want something more complicated. And then you said, "What, Michelangelo's David?" And I said, "Now nah, you're talking." <laughs> yeah, he said that. Anyway, so I'm in conversation with this guy. The money's paid. I'm like, it's locked in. You know, I've paid the money. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I messaged him. How the much guy. was it? Seventy bucks. Oh shit. Yeah, it's done. It's taken out. Anyway, I'm, and I, I, I send him a long, long message saying, "This is what I'm gonna do." I'm listening. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all paid for." I'm looking forward to the message. I wait a few days. It's taking a while. He comes back. I get a message saying, hey there, happy to do it. Unfortunately, I live in India, so we'll have to do it over Zoom. <laughs> to which I said, well, I actually didn't say it, but I was like, well, that money's gone and I'll promptly be invoicing Jordan for it. But it's yeah. completely fucking useless. So, How is that my fault? <laughs> I was trying to save you money. Yeah, all right, but like I didn't make that man live in India. <laughs> you probably should have checked. I, there, there was no. You did. It didn't say. You actually did with your stupid immigration views. <laughs> Listen, it didn't say he was in India. It's a terrible website. Uh, anyway, so you know you can feel good that you're donating to I assume a pretty poor man in India, but uh, anyway, so that was a fail, and I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking pay a hundred and something bucks for some lady because I know what'll happen. It was like some Balmain mum, and I'd be like, I want to make Michael and she'd be like. Very Make funny. a pot. Yeah, no, she'd be like, very funny. What do you actually want to do? And I'll just like get PTSD from high school and I'd be like, oh yeah, and I'll get, I'll make a little mug, you know? <laughs> so I took matters in my own hands and found a place that sells uh, clay by the bulk uh, for 20 bucks a slab, which I bought today. Yeah. And all I'll say is it's called air drying. Yes. And it, it is. You said that that was some magic juju that doesn't exist. No. So at least you learned something. No, I didn't learn. I, quite the contrary. 
uh, <laughs> I asked him, you know, if it's air drying. He, it is air drying. Two to three days. Okay. Two to three days before you start to get the effects. Max isn't adding up on this misadventure. Uh, what you, do you mean? And you start 10 start, minutes before the boil? Yeah, yeah, when do you start? This afternoon. <laughs> so in there is a true piece of work. And I've also brought the rest of the clegs. I'm sure you'll have some fun with it. All right, sure. So ladies and gentlemen, introducing the world's greatest replica. Michelangelo. Oh, Michelangelo. Miss Loves David. Yeah, yeah. Miss Loves David. It'll be wet. <laughs> Dude, he doesn't have feet. <laughs> and he's got a big pot. How did this take you all afternoon? It was wet. It's hard to do. It doesn't. It doesn't even have a face. <laughs> he's got eyes. The penis is there. No, I'll let you be the judge of that. This is what I keep saying, dude. Stick to the Warhammer. That's <laughs> the other one, yeah. <laughs> it's an abomination. It's an abomination. Yeah, you think the picture is blurry? No, it's the actual face. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, his cock is his cock is tiny. No, no, he doesn't. Have a cock. Cock. All right, yeah. You're confusing the Simpsons. That, but with that reality. was like an actual size replica cock of Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was my best effort. I tell you, that shit is hard to use. It's all wet. It's not easy. But uh, look, I tried. Why is he raising his head to wave? Because that's what he does. He's got a little. He's going like he's going. Ooh. So you you based it off the. <laughs> yes. Man. I tried. It's I tried. a gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't eat it. <laughs> Fucking gingerbread man, it is. And we paid an Indian seventy dollars for nothing, for nothing. He ripped. He, he undersold me. He ripped me off. He said, first lesson free." I was like, mm, "Can't fail." I'm in India. This is simultaneously the least and most successful misadventure of all time. Maybe I'll try to follow up on that uh, free Zoom. I'll see. I'll see. Yeah, what, yeah, I'll try. Yeah, I'll try. Make something else. Yeah, yeah. I'll just text him and be like, "Listen." Give me Don't a, make the pot this time. Yeah, all right. I'll try. I, I, in fact, yeah, I'll take the rest of that back. And I'll see what I can do. Gas clay. Oh, you better make sure that it's uh, actually... It's hermetically sealed? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wet, though, I'm telling you. It's like a wet thing, you know? Do you want to take some for yourself? You'll have fun with it. Take some. No, 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 no. Really? It's all you, buddy. <laughs> so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens He's when you get... falling in, apart. Well, that's it takes three days. That's what happens when you get an ill-conceived idea... <laughs> With ill-conceived <laughs> abilities and ill-conceived uh, sort of, you know, ingredients, I guess. Oh man, I'm, I'm happy with it. I hope you. I hope. I actually, are you I'm gonna keep it? Too. <laughs> are you gonna keep it? Okay, yeah, like, okay, good. That's that's the that's the uh, that can be like it's really scary. We've got to have a little Miss Love's art shelf. Yeah, you know what it looks like. And oh. and put on under it all of it. Age 33. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it's... Uh, so when, like, it's when actually the future terrifying. civilizations find this, they go like, oh my God, they're all retarded. Mm. Who was Missler? <laughs> Who did was he, Missler? And, did he have and, he was, and we can tell that these people were caring because people cared for him. <laughs> he could all not right, have survived instead, by himself. Instead, <laughs> I could probably shape it. Miss, what about this instead? Yeah. You get that lesson and you tell him... 
that you're going to do a portrait of him. I mean, out of clay? A portrait out of clay. Could be out of clay or it could be... He's a clay guy. He's a clay guy. He's a clay clay. He just does clay. All right, what about self-portrait? I, you, I don't Make think, a little I think, bust of yourself. I think you're overlooking the, my clay building abilities. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know you more than anyone. Nevertheless. It'll be great to see a little interpretation of how you see yourself. I mean... I'm I, sure it'll be crying. Again, like, it's the same issue, you know. He has a face. I have, it's the face that's the problem, the detail, you know. But I'll do a lesson. It's interesting to see if the lesson was worth it, if you've really improved your uh, skills. I can try. Look, I can mold, I'm molding him better now. He now he's got little feet. I'll... Um, no, no, I miss love the... The experiment's over. Mm, no, no, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> this is like MasterChef. The time um, is past. Yes. Look, I'll, I'll, look, I'll message the guy. I'll message the guy. The fat and, Greek guy is not happy. Yeah. I'll, I'll message the guy and, and you know. If he what does chat think about Miss Loves David? Yeah, uh, I'll message the they're guy. They're talking and, about uh, the tiny peen. Yeah, the, it's not. Well, he's got a tiny peen. They're saying Miss Love make a chess set out of clay. No, 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 bust. That's very silly. Bust or bust. What's a bust? It's this much. <laughs> bust or it's bust. It's the terrible thing that I did for two for a birthday once and you laughed at me. Hey, it's all... It's I all, wish I could take that in. Some, but I think she threw it out. See, no! <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, if she has it, bring it in, please. We Senior just... Google says take it to Vatican now. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Pope would be like, hey, Ben Sheen. I'm seeing two Michelangelo's. <laughs> At least the penis is there. That's the comment as well. Yeah, it's so bad. Should have made peen into one of those dragons that dip below the table. Huh? Oh, yeah, a, a big one. You know what it looks like? Oh, and how's this for a misadventure? I was thinking about this. <laughs> Guys, if anyone lives in Sydney and you're part of a D&D group, Miss What's Love's that? coming in. What's or magic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And what sure. are you going to be? What's your magic creature? Elf or... Uh, middle-aged man. <laughs> Wizard it is. <laughs> there you go. You're now a Middle Eastern man. <laughs> yeah, that's what you are. No, I, would, I would definitely do that. If there's one of those weird nerd, com- whatever, I don't know what they are, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll do it. And we'll even get the sound effect to introduce it. And we played Dungeons and Dragons for three hours. And it was slain by an elf. <laughs> Look, uh, we're running out of time. Should we do one last segment? You're welcome or? for the best segment you'll ever yeah. see in your life, in any podcast. Forget this podcast. I was happy with it. You're all very welcome and up your Patreon. That's all I got to say. Shame you haven't It's already. a little sub-series. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, misunderstood art. and dom thing. Yeah. <laughs> sub and dom. Well... That's an option too. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm so happy with that, Miss. Thank you. That's all right. I mean, I tried my best. <laughs> well, then we may as well call it because we are running yeah, over time. That. Join that's up. way better than Wagner. Dude, Join you you want to talk about Wagner? It? Doesn't create. Exactly. It just tears down. Exactly. And we're about positivity and create. If only creation. more people were like me. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, well I hope you guys enjoyed mm. today's podcast. There was a few segments that we might get onto on the Uplate, including, yeah. oh, for shit. example, ABC and Insiders doing really hey, well compared to all uh, the others. Should we see each other out by eating some chili? I think we should. Hold your hand Or we'll wait until next time. What do you reckon? What do you say? Is it like extreme chili? It's not that. Yeah, let's wait. I think that what we should do is do a, a chili segment where next week... We all have to bring in something yeah. and we have to have a teaspoon of that chili and go on to explain it. I'd really like That's to a see good idea. Miss, uh, Ali saying like, see, 
the thing is with oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. Oh, the cashmere border is it's spicy but yeah. not this spicy yeah yeah that's one of my favorite things seeing Ali struggle with chili yeah it's that's like, the best case, it's like the, it's the a, best things of this podcast are Ali doing impressions which I've got to say <laughs> huge improvement on the Schwarzenegger like Miss Love with the Art he's getting better yeah. and yeah. Uh, also uh, Miss uh, Ali feeling very sorry for himself eating disgusting things <laughs> well if you no, want to show you're breaking it if you want to see some of that, make sure you join do us next week or on the up late. We'll see you guys.